let's talk some NFL playoffs. We had the Packers, Niners, Titans, Bengals. That's even weird saying. Titans, Bengals. Anyway, real quick, please share this episode. Always helps the show grow. Uh, I do know, real quick, it's been a while since I've released an episode, and that is because I lost my voice. And now it's mostly back. Uh, not, Not the way I would prefer. You know, I'm not belting out the tunes like Frank, but you know, we're, we're getting there. <laughs> you know, it's hard when you're living in a time when you can't have a cold without people thinking that you should be tased and carried away, but, uh, it's all good. I promise you that it's all good. Anyway, let's talk Aaron Rodgers, And I did not get to see all the game. I listened to it. And uh, I think that's key. I think it's more important to listen to a game than it is to watch the game. And I'll tell you why. Um, I make a lot more money being away from home than when I am home. That's why it's so much more valuable listening to the game. So I heard it. (laughs) And uh, I'll tell you what, just seeing the highlights, uh, and I did actually get to see the end of this game. First off, the conditions, brutal. But we're talking about a California team coming out here, or out here, coming out where it's colder and playing in those elements. Um, there, there was a video earlier in the day where someone blew bubbles at Lambeau Field and the bubbles froze. That's how cold it was. So not fun type of weather. I heard Kurt Warner say recently that he would like every team to be playing in a dome so that we could see every team playing at full strength. Uh, or at least full capacity without the elements being a factor. And I'm kind of torn on that. That actually came into my mind tonight. I would have loved to have seen Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo be able to just sling it and really cut loose. But the elements have always been such a vital part of football. You know, think about the Fog Bowl. I think about the Ice Bowl. You know, these different games that are iconic because of the situation with the weather. You know, it's just something that you have to be able to work through. And Aaron Rodgers has said that they use that as their advantage, which they should. That they're actually hoping for it to be cold. Now, for whatever reason, it just wasn't clicking tonight. I think a big part of that was that they lost their uh, lead running back. At least in my mind, he's their lead running back now, A.J. Dillon. Yes, uh, Aaron Jones is awesome, but A.J. Dillon is this big bruising back, and that's really what they needed tonight, and you know, partway through the game, he was gone. That didn't help things, uh, and the special teams is what let them down, ultimately. You know, it wasn't quite Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they should have put up more points. The offense should have been able to put up more points. But the special teams was horrendous. They had a field goal blocked against themselves. You know, the 49ers blocked one of their field goals. And they had a a punt blocked. And I don't know what the heck. I saw a Packers player waving the other players off. This was a live ball. The Niners jumped on it and scored a touchdown. I, I have no clue. That special teams coach needs to be fired tomorrow. You know, no, I mean, even tonight. It's just, I don't get it. 
You know, it shouldn't be that hard. But ultimately, that's what caused the defeat. Um, that and, you know, we could look at some poor tackling. There was some other issues going on. I'm not going to put it all on Aaron Rodgers. They definitely should have been able to score more points. But it is what it is. Uh, people are really speculating now that he's done in Green Bay. And he might be done playing football, period. But I I really doubt that. This is actually the offseason that if they're going to trade him, this is the offseason to do it. Uh, we'll see. You know, there's plenty of teams that would want to bring him on in. I know right here in Nashville, they're wanting to move on from Ryan Tannehill. We'll talk about that in just a sec. But Tannehill's got a huge fat contract. I guess we'll talk about it right now. They're not going to be able to move off of him for a while because their contract that they have there, no one's going to want to take that on. Uh, it's 50 mil against the cap, and it, it just isn't going to happen. So we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers. Now, my, I want to say I have grown to love Aaron Rodgers this season. What he is doing in standing up for freedom of speech uh, just today he was talking about censorship, you know, that this is, um, that censorship is being exposed through everything that we've dealt with the last couple of years. So true. You know, people don't like that. He's speaking out, speaking truth, and it goes against the grain. You know, people that I love, like Colin Cowherd, that are awesome sports commentators, they don't agree with Aaron's speaking out because they don't agree with Aaron's thinking but he's not wrong. And he's just saying, hey, look, I just think that we should have the option to say, hey, we're listening to scientists like Dr. Malone. Why can't we listen to this scientist who actually was in on creating the vaccine? You know, why can't we just listen to this guy instead of someone who is a puppet from the White House? That's all he's saying. And people get bent out of shape over that. They don't like that he's being willing to do that. Now, granted, Aaron Rodgers has been a douchebag throughout his career. I get that. But what he's doing right now and speaking out for freedom and really promoting freedom, you know, uh, being able to come back after he had tested positive for COVID, came back and dominated the rest of the season up till now. <laughs> but, you know, it's all good. You know, I, I really appreciate what he's doing off the field. That's going to be his legacy. And honestly, that legacy, you know, that means way more than anything in sports could ever be. Uh, what he's doing for freedom. You know, that takes the cake. Okay, so let's talk Titans, Bengals. And the Titans... Of course, I'm in Nashville. Um, I'm, I don't have any feelings for the Titans. Uh, they're, you know, it's kind of a weird place to be because there's so many, I don't know if you want to call us immigrants or transplants or whatever you want to call us, people that didn't live here before. Now we're here, you know, and we bring the teams that we cheered for before. You know, I'm always going to be a Seahawks fan, but, you know, I have no feelings towards the Titans. Part of that is because of the Music City Miracle 20 years ago when Frank Wycheck uh, and Kevin Dyson beat the Bills with the last second, uh, I guess you'd call it 
you know, a legal pass. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm a little bitter about that still. It's okay. But uh, yeah, I have no feelings for this team. And I have a lot of friends here who love them. And uh, because of that, I have even fewer feelings for the team. <laughs> I'm very competitive. Uh, but what we saw tonight, you know, um, and again, I listened to it. This, um, I, I know that Ryan Tannehill threw an interception first play of the game, his last throw of the game, and the first throw that he had of the second half. You can't do that and expect to win. But if you would have told me that the Titans are going to have nine sacks, nine sacks, which is just a crazy high amount, nine sacks of Joe Burrow, and the Bengals will score 19 points, I'd say, oh, wow. Okay, how much did the Titans win by? Because that's exactly what should have happened. And, you know, it is on Tannehill in this game. I mean, this this one game, it really did uh, come down to those turnovers. My friend and I were talking this morning, and I, I said, you know, I'm, I think that when you bring back Derrick Henry, and this is someone who's, you know, the best player on the team, no doubt, but he is getting older. We don't know exactly what he's going to come back like. All, I, you know, I saw Russell Wilson come back too soon this season, and he was not good with the Seahawks. We saw him play well the last two weeks, and it was like something sparked, you know, or, or he was finally feeling better. And I think also the weight of not having to worry about going into the playoffs is probably helpful. <laughs> but it, you know, when you're not, when you're not a hundred percent, and your team needs you to be playing at a thousand percent, that's a difficult task. He had sixty some yards rushing tonight. You know, that's not Derrick Henry football. Derrick Henry football is one hundred and fifty yards, and uh, I felt like their momentum. You know, and this is what my friend and I were talking, that this momentum that they had, and it, and it also didn't help that they had a week off, I think. When you have good momentum, you want to keep it going. If that means that you have to play an extra week, so be it. You want to keep that momentum going. We saw tonight the teams that played last week won. You know, the teams that didn't lost. Interesting. I mean, that's just how it is, so... Um, I, I do think there's something to that too. There's something to be said about playing the extra week. Um, I, I, of course, as many would love to see the NFL go back to 16 regular season games, uh, keep the preseason at two games. There's just no need for more. It all comes down to money. You know, they're going to weasel in a game one way or the other. But uh, I do like the extra playoff team. We didn't get the teams that we probably should have this year. Uh, you know, it, it would have been nice to have the Chargers, the Colts. Uh, but, you know, that's on them. They're the ones that didn't make it happen. You know, it had been nice to have the Seahawks with the run that they were on towards the end, but they didn't get the wins. But I hear a lot of folks now talking about Tannehill. We got to get rid of him. And, of course, they can't. You can't get rid of him. And that's just the way it is. And they need to also think about what happened during the regular season. You lost D Derrick Henry. You lost your best player week six. 
that meant that the quarterback had to carry the team the rest of the way. Yes, they went out and got Deontay Foreman, and, and he did very well, very well. But it was still very heavy on Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill lost A.J. Brown. He lost Julio Jones for a good chunk of the season also. And they still managed to get home-field advantage, to have the bye week. You know, that wasn't because Tannehill didn't show up. So, yes, he did drop the ball on this game. Not literally. I don't think he had any fumbles. But he did, you know, he, he definitely didn't help things. But when you have, you know, when you have that type of a defensive performance, you, you just can't let them down like that, you know. So I get the frustration from the Titans community. But you're just going to have to suck it up and make another run at it again next year because you're probably going to have a pretty similar team. Hopefully Julio Jones will retire. He probably should have uh, before this season. But, uh, you know, they need to get a few weapons around Tannehill, help him out that way. Um, Hopefully Derrick Henry won't take a a steep decline like Todd Gurley did, you know, like a lot of running backs do because they just take such a a pounding on their body. But uh, we'll see. So that's my thoughts on this game. You know, um, looking into next week, San Fran's going to be playing, you know, maybe the Rams, which would be incredible. My dad always said, you pull for the conference, you root for the division. And if we had two NFC West teams playing for this to go to the Super Bowl, for me as a Seahawks fan, and I know a lot of people don't agree with this, but as a Seahawks fan, I – Totally support that. I root for that because it makes our conference look good. That means that going into next season, you can hear my voice slipping. (laughs) That means that going into next season, we're going to uh, look better because we're going to be playing better competition. We're going to look better in a lot of ways, as long as we're winning. (laughs) We're, you know, it it just means you, you don't want to be, you know, the Cowboys who, eek in because you well i shouldn't say the cowboys the uh, eagles you don't want to be like that who who get in because you beat up on a uh, very weak division you know you don't want to be that uh, a weak conference so um i think that'd be awesome you know to have the niners rams that'd be great um you know it might be niners bucks which would also be cool you know, it'd be uh, Garoppolo, who was Brady's backup, versus Brady. That'd be fun. And then on the other side, we got these young guns with the Bengals, Joe Burrow, uh, Jamar Chase. You know, this would be a, a fun matchup with either the Bills or the Chiefs. Uh, I've always liked the Bills. I used to have a Thurman Thomas poster in my room when I was a kid. Terminator. It was very awesome. And uh, so I've always liked the Bills. I don't like what they're doing this year. They've put a uh, stipulation on kids coming into the stadium. If a kid's not vaccinated, they can't come in. That, that's so stupid. So pathetic. I, I, I can't stand New York right now. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens tomorrow. And, uh, you know, if the Bills made it to the Super Bowl, I'd be pulling for them. Uh, it'd be great to see the franchise get a, a Super Bowl. Uh, 
win, you know, after the four in a row back in the early 90s. Um, four appearances, no wins. But, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens tomorrow. So I'll give you another update tomorrow after those games. Uh, hope you've had an awesome weekend. God bless you all. Every day is a good day. Just some days are better than others. Oh,